self-development with tactics. Stoic advice, when is it time to speak up? Yeah, um, I feel like with Stoicism, and this is the reason why I've chosen this one, among other very interesting articles, um, because I feel like that Stoicism often is about, you know, not, not, not giving way to your anger, if you can say it like that, I don't actually know. And, you know, keeping it for yourself and, you know, keeping it inside of you, which a lot of people say you shouldn't. And therefore, I, I really am interested. And also in, in which way you should be doing this and so on and so forth. So, the uh, L writes. At this time of public scrutiny of those generally men who have engaged in contact with placed generally women in situations ranging from unpleasant to heartbreaking to career-killing to self-respected scattering or shattering. I have asked myself how, if at all, I have contributed to this widespread phenomenon in my personal and professional life. Is this like... Well, my question is now. To the extent I can clearly see times at which I should have addressed situations with a person of authority and or should have taken up for my co-worker, should have taken up for my co-worker, or simply shouldn't have looked the other way, are there any good parameters to assist with determining if it is appropriate to make statements regarding the issues? Several years ago, I held multiple individuals who were basically victimized by the structure I worked in, but I never addressed the foundational issues within a structure with anyone of authority. To be clear, no one under the, under the worst that the structure can cause is subject to physical harm, but I have witnessed completely unnecessary abuses of power, and I feel as though I have not, I done nothing to address the problem with the structure as a whole. I do want to point out, you know, just because it is not physical harm doesn't mean that 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 it is like, okay, it is fine because it's not physical harm. No. If it is fucking psychological harm, if it is financial harm, if it is any fucking harm, it is something that we should address and it is something that is important. No matter whom it is concerning. You know, whether it is concerning white men or, I don't know, black women. You know, doesn't matter. Whether stoicism ends and uh, quick coatism begin. I don't know what this is, or quick sotism. Let me begin with the final question about fighting windmills. The best answer from within a stoic framework comes, I think, from modern stoic Larry Becker. See my series on his new stoicism. He calls it the axiom of futility, and it is one of four axioms he uses to build his version of stoic normative logic. And there is a quote. Axiom of futility. Agents are required not to make direct attempts to do or be something that is logically, theoretically or practically impossible. A new stoicism, page 44 to 45. Now, very few things are actually logically impossible, i.e. 
they entail some sort of logical contra contradiction or other violation of the laws of logic. Comparatively, a few things are even theoretically impossible. Only those that violate the laws of physics, really. So the question is one of uh, practical possibility. That one, however, is not sharply defined as what is practically possibility depends on the specific circumstances, the place evolved, and even the degree of personal retribution the agent is willing to accept as a result of having acted virtuously. See the famous case of the two slaves and the chamber pot discussed by Epictetus. Indeed, if you think about it, the Stoics recognize as one of the four cardinal virtues that of practical wisdom, phronesis in Greek, or prudence, which is precisely the ability to figure out the best way to navigate complex moral situations, like uh, the other virtues. It is a skill that is developed by living life in a mindful way, but that means nobody can tell you where precisely the line should be drawn in any particular instance. Just remember, whenever, by practical necessity, you compromise these words of Epictetus. And this is a quote. Consider at what price you sell your integrity, but please, for God's sake, don't sell it cheap. This course is 1.2.33. Uh, let me now go back to the beginning of your letter. First off, at least you're actually asking yourself the question, and moreover, you have acted in a positive fashion in the past, however, much in a limited context. That puts you way ahead of many people, and there is nothing in Stoicism that precludes a good path on a back. On the back once in a while, just keep doing it whenever possible. Do address delicate situations with someone of authority. Do stand up for your co-workers and do not, and a no, do not look the other way. Next, however, comes the really hard question for a stoic. It is fine to recognize an act to ameliorate local situations, but what about structural issues? Another way to put it is acting locally is what any decent person would do, though it may turn out that there are few, fewer decent persons that we might hope. But arresting the structure itself takes a revolutionary, and we know those are rare people indeed. But they exist, and Stoic's history counts a good number of them. Cato the Young, of course, took arms against what he saw as the tyranny of Julius Caesar, See my series on the K2 Chronicles. Several Stoic senators opposed Nero and other emperors to the death, the so-called Stoic opposition, and Nelson Mandela, not a Stoic but inspired by Marcus, took on the entire apartheid system in South Africa. Part of the reason to look up to those and other lofty role models is to realize that if some people can take on that sort of windmill, at times even winning, surely we could do a bit better with our place of employment or even our political system. But again, it comes down to your own judgment in terms of practical wisdom. To find windmills for the sake of fighting windmills is something that would fall a fool of Becker's axiom of futility. That said, Epictetus reminds us that something even, sometimes even a hopeless fight is worth it because it sets an example. And there is a quote again. What good, you ask, did Priscus achieve? Then begin just a single individual. And what does the purple achieve for the tunic? What else that then standing out in it as purple and setting a fine example for all the rest? This course is 1, 2.22. 
What is going on there? Priscus, in a quote about this, Helvidius Priscus, historic philosopher and senator, who famously opposed the emperor Vespasian and lost his life as a result. I really don't think you need to go that far, and perhaps there is nothing practically you can do to change things systematically. In which case, be content to act locally and help in any way you can, but to give some consideration to the example of Priscus and the roleplay by the purple of the tunic. And I'm willing to repeat this quote. What good, you ask, did Priscus achieve then being just a single individual? And what does the purple achieve for the tunic? What else then standing out in it as purple and setting a fine example for all the rest? And, and by the way, I mean, if it is something systematical, you can't change or hardly, you can't hardly change anyway then I gotta have to say, like, it is what it is. It is not in your control. And therefore, very stoic to avoid. On the other hand, um, yeah, try to do your best. Try to be um, parts of the social system and help others, you know, because we should all be arms and limbs, or arms and legs, or just limbs of the social creature, as the stoics also say, you know, which could be interpreted in the way of, okay, well, then I'm going to help, going to do something about things, you know. But anyway, consider next time. Bye-bye. I wish you the best.